in a world in search of streaming guidance. Two mild-mannered wannabe film critics bring you their reviews on the latest streaming releases. Nerds by art and heart. This is Real Streamers with Eric and Ryan. Straight out of Los Angeles, California. Welcome to the show, movie fans. I am Eric. And I'm Ryan. Hey, Ryan. <laughs> hey, Eric. <laughs> How's it going, man? How you feeling? Great. How are you? Good, man. I am a little excited and a little nervous because tomorrow I get my second shot in the arm. Ooh, round two. Should be interesting. Round two. And yes. which one are you doing round... again? If you don't mind. It's Moderna. It's Moderna. Moderna. Yeah, the first one was fine. Okay. First one, no problem, no issues, and that's why I'm worried about the second one. So, I don't know. We'll yeah. See. Well, I mean, it is. It's still going to be better than actually having it. I think. I know my uh, first time, I felt it had a little bug for 24 hours exactly. Second time, nothing, just arm pain. So I think you either get one or the other. Still better than dealing with it for like two weeks to forever. <laughs> Yeah, man. So vaccines are good. I love vaccines. Give it to me so uh, <laughs> so I can get back into society. Well, I don't know if anyone's supposed to love vaccines. It's never a good reason we we have to take them. But uh, sure. <laughs> hey, in this case, in this case, it's gonna give me like to the Dodger game or whatever. Let's do it. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. That's the spirit we need. <laughs> All right. So today we have a movie to review. We're gonna break down that movie into categories. Uh, like best and worst scene, best and worst character, if you like the ending or not. And at the end of that, we will give it a rating based on our Reels rating system. And once we got through that, then we have a few um, entertainment news topics, movies and TV related. And that's it. How's that sound, Ryan? Sounds like fun. If Ryan sounds different, it's because he had to um, adjust locations. Uh, yeah, we, we had, had a, some. Uh... <laughs> we had a little bird, birds chirping incident. Trying to get in on this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. But uh, they were they they were denied. So yeah, yeah, they are not welcomed. Yeah, yeah. So Ryan sounds a little more intimate than than normal, but that's okay. Hey, I yeah. like it. A little more Barry White this week. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's get into it, man. Currently. At 44% on Rotten Tomatoes. Ooh. Ugh. Hey. Starring uh, Michael B. Jordan, <laughs> Jamie Bell, Guy Pierce, Jody Turner Smith. Yes. That is Michael Bay Jordan. <laughs> oh, 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 Michael, you're Bay Jordan. Got it. <laughs> yes. Hey, Bay. <laughs> <laughs> this is Without Remorse. On your feet. Senior Chief John Kelly is more dangerous and effective than any man we have in the field. The only thing he has more than kills are medals. Somebody would like to talk to you. John, if you're done in there, we need you to get back in the field. Senior Chief Kelly, 
It appears you have a common enemy with the United States. They took everything from me. My family. I got nothing left. Their plan is a series of strategic attacks all over the world. We have to respond. I need to be on that team. Lieutenant Commander Greer, you lead the mission. I'm even out the playing field. CIA doesn't support any further investigation into your wife's murder. Got to the heart out the battlefield. They had no right to take so much from me. Play no games, This is a gold mission. Original They know exactly where we've been. All right, the summary via IMDb. John Clark, a Navy SEAL, goes on a path to avenge his wife's murder only to find himself inside of a larger conspiracy. Good golly. Gosh. I I hate it when that happens. (laughs) Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. All right, man. Let's start with the trailer like always. Um, what did you think when you saw the trailer, man? Uh, when I saw it, I thought it was just going to be another action movie. Like, cool. It's a Tom Clancy typical type movie. There's yes. going to be some, you know. Military espionage. Exactly. Thriller. Military stuff. Yeah, just uh, action. And uh, hopefully it makes sense. Right. I mean, we, I, I've seen his, uh, I mean, uh, I don't know if you saw Jack Ryan. The, the other the other um, Tom Clancy show that they have on Amazon right, on Amazon Prime yeah. yeah with John Krasinski from The Office that's a yes. good show man I, that's why I, I I had high hopes for uh, for for this one for sure so and Michael B Jordan this is like his his role man he's 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 an action star for sure so you know I definitely had yeah I, I mean I do like the casting I think it was great and uh, Michael Bay. Jordan is totally an action star. Yes. <laughs> My bay forever. And uh, it's good to see, though. I, I did like um, a lot of opportunity here with the trailer and everything. And so I was looking forward to it. Yeah. And then I saw, and then I started to see the the reviews that were on Tomato, the 44%. I was like, oh, uh-oh. Even even yeah. the audience reviews were, were, were like in the 40s, too. So I was like, oh, no. But um, I know. My bay was getting hated on. <laughs> but but we had to we had to check it out, man. We had to see if, um, of course, all, all that hate. Got to see what all the hype is about. Yeah, yeah. So, what'd you think after the movie, man? Did it meet your expectations? Did it meet that forty four percent or the um, Rotten Tomatoes um, bad audience reviews? See, it's funny because I really thought I was going to be a part of that forty five percent that disagreed with it. Because as much as I love Michael Bay, um, there are certain things that he's just not, you know, committed to, or at least that I believe uh, he commits to in, on the scenes. All right, Originally, let's, let's he just, was known. Let, 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 I think maybe refrain from calling him Michael Bay because 
that sounds like the director Michael Bay and not Michael B. Jordan. Oh, oh, that's true. Okay, that's fine. All right. Don't call him your Bay. <laughs> <laughs> but it's hard. <laughs> I know it's Literally hard. Literally, <laughs> he's a good-looking man, but hey, yeah, restrain yourself. Okay, fine. So to see Michael B. Jordan, <laughs> yes. Um, who was, I think, originally came up as a dramatic actor because he did have a lot of those roles where they were uh, clearly dramatic. And he does have a very good skill with that. He has the total repertoire to pull that off and everything with the looks and the, the drama- dramatics and everything. So I was expecting to maybe it was going to be a movie where we see his weakness and we see him like, you know, not really fit for that role and it's going to take away from the movie. I was yeah, but, happily uh, wrong about that. And yeah. I, I thought the movie was great. It, it, it was a total just, this was the first movie in a long time where I had to put the phone down and actually focus, not focus, but pay attention because <laughs> things happen so fast yeah. to where like, you better not even check a status on Facebook because you're going to miss something. So right. that was awesome. I really love when a movie just grabs you like that and is like, no, your hours for the next hour and a half. You know, I think that's the, that's what's missing with a lot of movies these days. Yeah, my, my expectations were low too, especially after those review. But but it was it was pretty good, man. It right? Was, it, it wasn't bad. I mean, Tom yeah. Clancy, you know, his his novel makes a good movie. And um, I I I we've mentioned I, I mentioned this to you before. I'm not the biggest Michael B. Jordan fan. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're I not think, any kind of Michael B. Jordan fan. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think he doesn't have. I think he lacks range, um, as an actor. That's what I was worried about too. But uh, I, I think he fit well in this um, in this in this movie, and uh, th- I I thought this was like a perfect like streaming movie. Like it, it, this is like your classic, yes. like oh it's a rental. You know th- this is well, this right. is one of those movies. You know I, I wouldn't watch it yeah. in the. I'd be disappointed in the theaters, but you know watching it at home, no problem. I think it was fine. Yeah, I mean, I think I would have been okay with it watching in the theaters too, only just because there's just so much suspense and action going on to where I think I would have appreciated that I'm totally uh, torn away from what's going on, you know, in my life right now. And I have to focus on this movie, that it's so good. And I think that's that, that should be the main purpose of all movies to just find a way to tear you from, you know, whatever you're going on. And I thought that, you know, whether you were in a theater or whatever, it's a, it's a fun 90 minutes, you know, that you're about to enjoy while you're watching a lot of action a lot of espionage and just going back and forth with the acting best character first category best character ryan who did you think the best character of this movie was uh even ask Well, I mean, come on. It's always going to, he's always number one in my heart. So that's a perfect <laughs> question. <laughs> it's so, those looks, damn it. <laughs> so, so it was Michael B. Jordan. Well, I th- he was the star of it. And I do th- appreciate that he was able to hold on to the star role in this. And I do think compared to the last movie we rated, who the hell was the star in that movie? You know, we didn't know. And in this movie, he clearly owns the uh, the role as a star and is featured. And you see him not change so much throughout, but you do see him go through a conflict and having uh, him having to make a decision to uh, grow as a character because of that. Yeah, man, I agree with you completely. John Clark, Michael B. Jordan was the uh, best character in this movie. 
Uh, he had great presence. Um, he didn't do so well. I, I don't think he does so well with like the sentimental stuff. You know, those those uh, lovey dovey scenes yeah. with his with his wife are kind of weird. And with um, you know, when when he was shot in in um, in their house, getting to her. That part um, did get me too. Yeah, I was like, yeah, come on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a little, a little yeah, cringy. But, little uh, cringy, exactly, exactly. Yeah, I was like, oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But At least but, the whole movie wasn't like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But the you know the, the action scenes were great, and, and he's a great actor And uh, when it comes to that. And stuff, that so. Getting back to the action scenes, and that's what really surprised me too, was you really get to see him um, come out as a – fighter in this movie and yeah he looks like a legit you know badass and yeah, someone sure. that can fight not just you know a pretty boy actor playing a role like it looked right. like he knew what he was doing he owned it and even the character and the attitude behind it was with uh the character on par so i thought he did a really great job yes Worst character. All right, moving on. Worst character. I thought it was Wait. Robert Ritter. Wait. You're picking on John Ritter's son? <laughs> oh, that's his name in the movie, man. Come on. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you know, they just called him Ritter. Damn it, Ritter. My screen is black. Sorry, I can't. Oh, right <laughs> well, he's he was a he was a jerk, and he and totally. he. He really, oh, they they really overplayed him as being the jerk. They they I yeah. understood, I understood why because you know y- y- you have to think that he was behind. He, he might be of, the yeah the, the bad guy yeah but, and yeah. you totally get that yeah yeah but did they over did they do it so much where it's like you're thinking wait you know like like they're playing they're you're playing him for it yeah. so over the top I mean he can't, it can't be him right because right. It, it's it's like um, I don't know it's like you know, magician, a sleight of hand kind of a thing. It's like, pay attention exactly. to this. So you're not paying attention to um, what I'm doing back here, basically. So yeah. Yeah. The old rope-a-dope. <laughs> exactly. Because it, yeah. it just seemed like he was being an asshole just to be an, an asshole. Right. You like know? there's a lot of times I agree with you totally, because there's a lot of times where he just didn't need to be like that. Like exactly. uh, let's, let's have, let's give the character a little more realism and not having to have him be the possible villain you right. know, by saying certain things. Right. And then and then sort of the shift that happens after, you know, you, yeah. you find out who the, um, you who know, the who, actual villain is exactly yeah. be, behind everything. I mean, that change is so I think it's so dramatic, man. I mean, it's if he's an it asshole, is. then, you know, he would he would still be kind of an asshole. Why is he a softy now? Yeah. Yeah. Especially where you have, um, you know, John Clark, who's probably one of the, you know, the uh skilled badasses that right you know handling your you know your, your agenda um mm-hmm. you should you should show more respect to somebody like that and not be such a jerk you know what i mean it's like there's there's no sense exactly. of, of having him be such a jerk to this person and then uh, and that completely changes at the end so it, it's 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 weird how they did that i understand why they did that but i don't know i thought it was a bit much all right ryan who who in the hell did you think was the worst character <laughs> <laughs> Who was the worst character in this movie? The piece of shit in this movie. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 All right, sorry. The worst character in this movie was uh, 
Victor. The Victor Rykoff. Thank you. Yes. yes. Uh, I just didn't think um, for all the buildup and the hype that he was such a badass. It was never displayed. It was just very lazily done. He has maybe 12, 15 lines at most. And it, it's just kind of kind of a letdown, I thought, throughout the whole point. Because everyone gets displayed so fairly as uh, why they're respected or why they're such a badass. And for his character, I thought it felt really short and they didn't show enough as to why he's such a baddie and why he hates the U.S. or even what's the real purpose of his plan. I just thought it was a lazy throw together um, opportunity that they could have made a lot better to show us why this guy should be feared. Yeah, man, it seemed like there was a lot of buildup, especially with that name, that that whole scene of um, John Clark burning up that car. Yeah, at the at the airport to get this name for someone that doesn't really matter so much. At the exactly, end we find and out that was also one a killer scene too. But yeah, exactly for someone to go that extreme in that scene, that badass better have a payoff for it as to why he's so sought after and why they have to go to yeah. such dramatic lengths to get that. Yeah, yeah, no payoff. Agreed. The scene. Next up, the scene. Ryan, what was the best scene of this movie in your opinion, sir? The scene for me had to be, I mean, there's a couple, um, but the ultimate scene for me has to be the prison scene where you see him get ready for an ultimate battle. The mental aspect behind it, he shows off his skills to where He's preparing for a battle that he's clearly been in before. And it's it's just great to see such um, a character that is built as a skilled assassin or a badass be able to show those skills in battle and have it be to where, like, you're believable. And it's more just a new way of presenting that on screen um, with showing their skill set and having that respect. I think that seen throughout the whole movie, which there were a couple others, but that one mainly displayed uh, Michael B. Jordan's character's skill accent in, in that part. Yes, I agree with you 100%, sir. Um, so he's in, so he's like in his cell in, in jail, and he knows something's coming. He knows that uh, some guys are going to come in and try to pull him out of there. So the way he prepares, the way he psychs himself up, he wraps his hand, he floods the sink, he takes off his shirt so he can so he can show his ripped physique. Well, and I he just he did like, that for me. You know, <laughs> he does those like like those punches to his you know to his face yeah, to the face. He's getting get ready, man. He's yeah. getting psyched up. It, it it was sort of like flashbacks or, or or skills probably that he he got from from doing Apollo. And that's what it seemed. He, he he just looked like he was ready to fight, and it, it was great, man. Yeah, same here, man. And um, yeah, what I loved know. about that was it showed just clearly because you don't usually you'll see some of that action uh, point when people get pumped up and ready, but just the fact that they show the mental aspect of him having to think about it and like okay, prepare, yeah. get himself psyched, like you said, punch himself in the face, and just like let's let's do this, like it's about to rock on right now, and. It, it, it was just awesome. Like the music matched up lovely with it and everything was just ready. Like, let's go. It gets you pumped up and it makes you feel good for the character to know that he's that much of a badass and he shows it, you know, and, and I think it goes even more for Michael B. Jordan 
to be able to display that because a lot of times um, dramatic actors have that flaw of can they convince them, can they convince us that they're a badass? And in that scene, that totally reminded me a lot of uh, Born Supremacy, Born Identity series, where you see skill, skill in fighting and quick movement, you know, stuff that you actually have to be trained for. And I thought it just displayed beautifully. Yes. Yeah. I, lo- I love the movies with that show, like, you know, they have these characters with these expertise and they show and dis- display them like in, in, right. in all their glory. And, and this was yeah. one of those. And it was totally great. It was really entertaining. Yeah. And I think the other scene, though, is you mentioned a little bit earlier that that also like really grabbed my eye. Well, like, whoa, he isn't playing. Um, was that when he does set the car on fire like that and he just walks in there and I'm like, that is the bad ass thing I've ever seen. Or that is the most <laughs> badass thing I've ever seen ever. Like, it's like, geez, like this guy really had it out, had a plan and he wasn't, he wasn't messing around. You know, he wasn't yeah. there to like waste time or anything. And as soon as the other guy tries to give a flack, he just capped his ass right there. And it was like, wow, like it's just that impact and quick action in that scene he jumped he jumped on the car to dump gasoline on the car (laughs) it's like let's do this yeah (laughs) he he wasn't being gingerly about it or anything (laughs) exactly (laughs) he wasn't throwing it around like flowers or anything he was (laughs) there to spray it down and liquefy that freaking burning surge of fire on that car yeah (laughs) that was pretty awesome too worst scene all right we've got the worst scene the worst scene all right i've got i've got one that i did not like for sure okay my worst scene was the hotel extraction scene towards the end where he was um all all the other team members have already gotten out basically or, or or the the plan was for him to stay stay behind Great right. diversion. And he was willing to die. To have all because, the team members. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. He was willing yeah. to die. So he goes to the roof, right? Yeah. And which makes sense. And he was, he had his, you know, back to the wall. He was, right. it didn't look like he was going to get out, but he figured out how to get back into the hotel from the roof and go down the stairs to eventually get out. And the way he goes down the stairs is, you know, of course, he's going to get hit here and there, which is realistic, which is fine. But he yeah. stumbles a lot. He stumbles right. a lot. And, you know, through that stumbling, he still manages to, you know, knock off a few of the uh, bad guys here and there. You know what I mean? It yeah, just, it just exactly. looked a little, it just looked a little clumsy, him stumbling. Like thrown together. Gun. Exactly. And him yeah. just still managing to, to, to hit people. I, I they, that kind of like uh, irks me a little bit, kind of took me out the movie I, a little bit. I can see that because, yeah, he well, for me, the part that took me out in that scene was towards the end when he's walking to the car. I was like, nobody's going to notice the paramedic that has a mean limp, like going to the the ambulance. Like, why would that paramedic have a limp? You know, like it's to me, it's kind of like, yeah, I get it. There's other stuff going on, but I think someone would have noticed that and he wouldn't have gotten away. So sly. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, It feels like it wasn't thought out as well. It was just right. like, we have to get him out of here somehow. All right. Let's yeah. Do it this and, I, and I think a lot of it towards the end, it does seem that way. But the ride is so good throughout that you can only imagine like, all right, how much more can they really go with it before they just got to throw stuff together? You know? Right. Uh, as for me, the worst scene 
was uh the car scene when uh they're under the ocean and oh. all of a sudden he's aquaman and can breathe underwater <laughs> and it's fine <laughs> uh is this the plane scene the the the, the when the plane crashes no, no. After when he uh, takes the center, the car, and the, the car Yukon. goes into the yeah, okay. The car yeah. goes into the water. Okay, yeah. right. Because no, he was Aquaman one, in both scenes. Exactly. Yeah. And well, I mean, the first one was kind of explained because it, he did catch that last bit of air or whatever. So I'll buy yeah. that. But right. that whole water scene, and all of a sudden he's meditating underwater. I'm like, okay, he should be gone by now. Or I thought he was going to die. But to have him like continue and live and whatever, I was like, all right. I get iron lungs exist, but geez, like this guy is a little bit too much for that. And so that kind of like threw me out of it. But again, it's towards the end to where you've been so satisfied with the movie throughout. It's not that big a deal. The message. All right, next up, the message. Um, hmm, message. That's that's interesting. Um, I, stay I'm, away from special forces. <laughs> stay away from special forces. Yeah. Well, the message I got was basically the acting of of Michael B. Jordan. I, he's oh. a he's a he's a bona fide, you know, he's an action guy for sure. Nice. I mean, like I said before, <laughs> the the sentimental stuff. Yeah, I I don't buy it, but uh, right. yeah, man, that 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 whole prison scene that we're talking about really, you know, really changed it. Off huh? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, funny because I, I know how much you didn't like him before as an actor. Like you just thought he really had like a bunch of lack of skill and yeah. everything. So it's good to see well, like there's a movie where they get to finally shine and show what they got. Yeah, I mean, I liked I liked Creed. You know, yeah, Creed yeah. was a great movie, and and it had uh, it had flashbacks. I had some flashbacks of Creed for sure. Yeah, it's definitely one of his stronger characters that he's played throughout this whole time which I think it's the only one that he's really done a sequel for. And um, yeah, it was cool to see him be able to be another badass in a different type of uh, movie. Right. Did you get the same message or did you get, did you get a different message from this movie? Uh, I mean, I, I've always been a fan of Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> I mean, come on, I got eyes, don't I? And, but uh, the message that I got from the movie was just, um, it, it was a typical movie of, I thought what I liked about it was it called back to a bunch of 80s movies to where it's a good guy versus the bad guy and I got to get a group of guys out. So it was right. more about having the fun and calling back to action movies that can still be fun and enjoyable while you sit there and just see this uh, actor try a new or break through in a more convincing role as an action star. So yeah, it gave it me kind of ties in with yours. It gave me it gave me a little bit of like sort of com- commando type of vibe, you know. There those, we go. Those, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great point. Yes, exactly. Not not as uh, I thought. Commando had a lot more to it as far as like the family aspect, but um, right. It was. It, it. I don't know. It had a. It had sort of those vibes, which I think that's why you know we probably liked it so much. Yeah. Because I'm sick of. The music. All right, next up, the music. Hit me with the tunes. Hit you with the tunes. Did you get hit with the tunes? Because I don't think I I got anything as far as, far as the music goes. No really sound. No real soundtrack. Just sort of. No. Like yeah. I mean, other than that, uh, prison mood, scene. Mood music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there there really isn't much music throughout. Um, but uh, what I do like is like during that action scene, 
it does tie in well with what's going on. And so, I mean, just because that's their only music scene, I'll say it was a good job on it, but it's not something to where I'm looking for their soundtrack or anything. You know, it's nothing like that. But I do think that the music that they did choose for that particular moment was was really on par. So, I mean, it's it's nothing memorable, but it's nothing horrible. Agreed completely. Cause I'm sick of the ending moving on the end uh do we like how this movie ended uh ryan did you like how this movie ended yes and no i mean i i I like that it ended um with some action scene and it and it does leave for possibility of more but then also what i didn't like about it is it could have been just as well if he died in the movie unfortunately you know because i think to continue it on kind of made it seem like the character was now some sort of superhero and put in through other stuff to where I get it. You want to continue with sequels and stuff, but I just thought it was a weak way of to continue it on. And so I, I wasn't too thrilled about the ending. It was your typical, the bad guy is the one from the beginning that told you about it, just like in every action movie. So I didn't find any significance about it. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I liked it. I, I think it wrapped it up pretty, pretty nicely. Like you said, it was sort of like a classic action ending with, with, with these sort of um, with these movies. Um, he's not going to go to jail. He, he he gets a chance to sort of um, go off on his own. You know, like like he says, he, he yeah, gets start his go. life again. Right. Exactly. Um, he'll go into hiding, and you know, obviously, he wasn't dead when they showed the funeral which was, I think, you know, overly obvious. Um, I didn't think he was going to be dead anyways. Right, um, right. And the, there was a post-credit scene. Did you see that? No, see, and that's, that's what I was surprised about because with that ending, you wouldn't think there, where else are they going to go with this? So uh, please yeah. enlighten us. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, really, it wasn't much. I didn't know about it till till today when i was going through some of um, the movie news but it's just him and ritter i guess he comes back uh john comes back to dc and he wanted to talk to ritter about um starting a multinational counter terrorist team and i guess he gave him information and ritter as as we said before is not a dick he's actually really nice and respectful to yeah. to john a sweetheart he said, yeah, yeah he's, he's a sweetheart all of a sudden and yeah, that's basic, basically it. Just telling him he wants to start a new counter counter terrorist team with with other nations and NATO and, and people from the UK, and that's it. I guess it's just sort of like a, a preview for what they you know where they want to take this character. And um, I don't know, I don't know. I like I like I like this movie as a one off. Um, I, right. I have to exactly. see where where they take it. I mean, unless they get some really good like co stars and yeah. Um, I mean, I could then, see it with the aspect. Work. Yeah, exactly like you say. If they get really good co-stars or cameos from like some really big stars that are like maybe overseas or whatever, and they get to jump in on it, that would be really cool to see. Um, but otherwise, yeah, I would have been happy with this just being a one-off. Yeah, he he might he might do good. This might do good as a sort of like a Mission Impossible team like you know scenario for for the next movie, which which could be pretty cool. But um, as far as like having another like similar part two to this. I, I don't think, I don't see it working as well. 
Yeah, and I think part of it is, look, we've all been hurt before with uh, the possibility of something good happening, and then they just ended up turning it to mush. So I guess I'm going to hold back criticism till I see the second one, but yeah. I really don't have my hopes up because just by experience alone, they never get it right again, you know, after they strike lightning once. Right. It's harder. The sequels are always, are exactly. Yeah. No. Would you watch it again? Would you watch this again? I probably would not. I think one, like I said, once, once is enough. This is a good one off. Um, even if it was on, I'd probably be like, eh, I'll watch something else. I think, I, yeah, once is enough for me. How about you? I'd watch it again. Um, because I, it's funny, I found myself talking about it, uh, the movie with other friends that I know like this type of action movie and typical, you know, uh, it, it, let's face it, like this is a guy movie. This is a total action guy hang out with the dudes movie. And I found myself just letting him know that there is uh, movies like that again, if you guys want to go check it out. And I found myself like I could watch it again easily with them. Or even if it's on, I'll at least wait for that prison scene <laughs> and check it out from there. <laughs> right. But I only want to wait for that prison scene just because he takes his shirt off. <laughs> I know, Ryan. I know. It's so I obvious. It clear. The verdict. All right. It's rating time. So this is how we break down our ratings. Um, we base it on reels. One to six reels. One reel, one reel is garbage. Two reels is not good, but I guess not garbage. Three reels is, eh, it's okay. Four reels is worth your time because it's four reels. Five reels is a great movie. And six reels is gets an award because it's a perfect movie. Ryan, uh, what rating did you give this movie? I would definitely say with this movie, I mean, with Michael B. Jordan alone, it's a must-see. <laughs> <laughs> so that's and an automatic shirt off is a great movie. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I do think uh, it definitely is worth seeing almost to the point to where it's a great movie, but it's definitely not a six. So I would say between a four and a half. Uh, to a five. It, I think it's worth your time that if you really like these type of movies, you won't be let down at all. Uh, there's total action throughout the whole point. And the story is is decently well. There's nothing that gets you know hung up with the details to where you start getting bored and looking at your phone again. Because like I said, the minute I look down every time, I miss someone dying. So it was <laughs> right. It's totally one of those where you do have to pay attention and they give you just enough information to keep you going and not to look down. So for that, I'd have to give it a four and a half, maybe 4.75 at most um, for the score. I, I, I'm I going to knock it down a little bit. I'm going to give it um, a three and a half. Yay! It's, it's okay. Is it worth your time? Maybe. It's like you, you got to be in the right mood for it. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's where I am. But it's, I would say fine. to those... Michael B. takes his shirt off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that's a good point. That's a good selling point. So bump it up. <laughs> bump it up. All right. For uh, 3.75. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. That's it. 
that's the movie that is without remorse starring your michael b jordan and we are moving on to some entertainment news Right, let's get into some fun. Okay, first up, Nicole Kidman images have been leaked of her um, in Lucille Ball costume or or wardrobe. Um, her and Javier Bardem are going to be starring in a uh, movie called Being the Ricardos, based on Lucille Ball and Desi Arnaz, uh, written by Aaron Sorkin. And these images dropped, or at least that image dropped. And um, I, I think the um, the initial uh, tagline or the line that went with the image was Nicole Kid Nicole Kidman is um, the spitting image of Lucille Ball. And no, I, the only thing they got right about that was the spitting part. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, a, a lot of people were upset. Uh, yeah. This is a spit my in the face to Lucille Ball. <laughs> yeah, including my wife, who's a huge Lucy fan. Um, it, it it does not. I, I, I think I think that's no. what people were most upset about the fact that that they said that it was a spinning image of her, which it clearly yeah. is not. Not and even close. Yeah, yeah. I, they, people were throwing around like, "Hey, why not? Why not use Deborah Messing? You know, or you know, that's she, she would probably have would have been a lot better." But yeah. I don't know. I, it's an Aaron Sorkin movie, so I, I think gonna it's going to be gonna a lot be, of talking. It's going to be a lot of talking. I think it's going to be pretty deep. So I think maybe that's why they chose Nicole Kidman less for less for but, her look and probably more for her acting, maybe. Yeah, but that bothers me too because it's kind of like the real fans go to it for it to be more of a splitting image to get something that they really want out of it that reminds them of Lucille. And this nowhere near does it at all. And I, <laughs> I can't even imagine what she sounds like to try and sound oh like Lucy, you know? Yeah, so it's going to be tough. Yeah, That's it's, it's, this is, I mean, she looks like Kristen Dunst in this thing. Like, you know, <laughs> there's, she looks more like Kristen Dunst than Lucille Ball in this thing. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't imagine what Javier Bardem's going to look like. He, he's not, I don't think he's yeah. along those Ricky lines. No, I, and yeah, like to me, that's another one where I'm like, Okay, we're clearly going in the dramatic scene here, and it's 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 already becoming like a little too dramatic for me to where I'm like I'm just gonna have to hold back a bit before I give this a whirl. Yeah, yeah. Aaron, Aaron Sorkin is a good writer. Um, it might be an interesting movie, but I don't know. Yeah, so far not 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 the best foot forward. Yeah, yeah. All right, next next story, uh, box office news. So, Mortal Kombat has been kicked off the top spot by a, an anime movie, Demon Slayer. And uh, you mentioned to me that you had some um, friends that were Demon Slayer fans, and uh, they agreed with this? Oh, totally. Yes. Uh, they were on it uh, big time from the beginning. And it was funny because uh, my buddy in particular was spouting off stats how Mortal Kombat was seen in more theaters and... You know, this yeah, still came close to beating it out. And yeah, it clearly was like there's almost uh, double the difference. And wow. for this to really make an impact like that. And then finally, you know, karate kick uh, Mortal Kombat right out of the top spot <laughs> was uh, pretty awesome. And I always love seeing underdogs like that take over a big studio franchise. Yeah, it's just going to create a lot more buzz around Demon Slayer and 
know yeah, it'll definitely get more eyes to it you know anime is a lot uh new it's very new to quite a few people yeah i know it's been around for a while but there's still a lot of people waiting to get on board because there isn't really anything that's really mainstream known and it's a lot of right. uh, you have to research it and there's so many thousands of stories it's kind of hard to have one particular one stick out so for this one to jump out and you know beat the shit out of mortal kombat like out of nowhere is is pretty telling which t- lets me believe that there's more people that are buying more into the story than they are into the hype for movies these days which is great, always great to see yes well put well put all right moving on uh next story uh for uh, did you watch uh cobra kai have you seen all, all of cobra kai yes i have i am uh totally caught up on cobra kai big fan and I think that series has done really well portraying the story and bringing it up to the new age uh, realm of what they're going through now. So it's been it's been great. I'm a big fan. Big fan. Well, they just wrapped season four, which is awesome. Yeah, let alone to be in season four as it is, because I know when this first came out, it was originally under YouTube and everyone was wondering how yeah. far could it go? And just the fact that we're talking about them wrapping up season four is telling about what a great story and franchise this is. Yeah, man, it exploded once it got on Netflix. Like it, it seemed like it was like a brand yeah. new show, but it's been around it forever. Took off. It, really? it just shows. Yeah, exactly. It just yeah, it just shows how much you know people wanted to watch, uh, you know, watch the show, but not not on YouTube. Right. Was, I mean, I think it's also to the exposure amount, and I think on Netflix. It, it kind of just opens you up to more eyes, which I tying back to our other story with the anime, which is why it's such a big deal where something small gets put on a bigger platform. It, it all of a sudden explodes into like something ridiculously big, like it did with Cobra Kai. Nobody knew that um, there were that many uh, Daniel LaRusso fans from the 80s, you know, and we're waiting for something to come out like this. And I think youtube taking the risk by putting it out first just shows the payoff as to something that you can give uh, people something old but new again i think i think youtube uh the the audience for youtube leans younger yeah and uh, the audience for netflix leans a little older so i think that's why you get a lot of that uh those people that that you know saw or or are from sort of like uh that cobra kai or the karate kid original time Right, right, and, and it makes sense episode, too. Whereas, and I said that, that's why probably it blew up once it once it hit on Netflix because you, you you probably do have that more of their demographic um, that are on Netflix and can easily catch the show. Yeah, and to me, it, it also tells the point as to if you can capture the young audience with an old story, then you're definitely going to get the old audience uh, because it's something that they're familiar with. And they want to see a good story again too. And if it's something that they know, it just makes it that much more heartwarming and telling. It it makes you want to go back to the original and check them out, and maybe show them to the young crowd. And I think this series really beautifully captures that to where you want to go back to see the old Karate Kids, even the crappy ones. You know, <laughs> like you don't mind because you know it's a part of the story in the season. And I think that's how you do really great writing and brilliant uh, production. Cool, man. Moving on, we got another story here. So Hugh Jackman was uh, strolling around New York City, and he ran into a police officer, or a police officer ran into him, I should say, and Ooh. had a message for him. 
Uh, actually, it was more of a message for Ra uh, Ryan Reynolds. Let me let me play it for you here, real quick. Nice. Okay, what's your name? Uh, John Dobkowski. John just came up to me and I thought it was gonna somehow give me a ticket for something. But anyway, John, say what you just said to me. Hey Ryan, you you gotta get you gotta get this guy in Deadpool three, even if it's for a ten minute cameo. That will be awesome. That movie will be so cool, so great. It will blow the box office. Yeah, you get out of, or I'll ticket you. Or I'll ticket you <laughs> when you go to New York City. So this police officer. Uh, sent a message to Ryan Reynolds saying, "Put Hugh Jackman in Deadpool three somehow, some way." What well, do you think? I mean, in line, we've all been saying that for a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, I do like that. Uh, more people are reaching out to make this try and happen. Um, that's how Deadpool even originally had it by fans crying out for it and to have it done the Ryan Reynolds way. So hopefully they can fix something with the studios and make it happen finally and we can see it but to be honest it's not as needed as a big deal i think the deadpool franchise is doing great on its own to have that would be ultimately yeah mind-blowing to another level but i mean if they can get to it great if not it's no big deal like i don't i don't think it's that serious anymore because hugh jackman is always going to be wolverine and deadpool is just starting right now too they're barely going to be on their third film even if it's a if they bring him back for the fourth or fifth that who knows if they'll have it but to have him bring back for like maybe a final push towards the end everyone would still lose their freaking minds if it was you know deadpool versus wolverine part five or something like that so it, it's, it's a cool thing to ask for but let's not just throw stuff in that throw stuff in now let's let's wait it let's get it right make sure the writers can actually work it into the story right and i don't i don't want to see it done lazily like I think we've done, we've done enough of that to just throw people in and have it done half-assed. I want to see it done right. I want to, I want it to be enjoyable, not just like a, a cameo moment. Yeah. So, so you want it to be done, but in the right way. You know, just you, yeah. you, I see what you're saying. Okay, makes sense. All right. Well, uh, actually, um, Marvel has um, has mentioned that. Um, Deadpool is not now going to get tied into the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe, so they're going to start tying some of um, right, some which of, means uh, they're they're going on their way. They're so they're headed there, but let's not let's not you know put the pedal to the metal on it and just you know zoom up. Let let Deadpool have some fun too with some of these new characters, and who knows, we might find him uh, more fun with battling some of the other guys that are in there. Well, and, and here's the thing, also with uh, with Hugh Jackman and, and Ryan Reynolds for that for that fact, they're 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 like big, huge, awesome promoters like of themselves. Yes, like yeah, this whole really rivalry, this whole rivalry that they have between each other. I mean, is is awesome. It, it makes for uh, I love good seeing buzz. it. Yes, yes, it's and, always fun to see. It's always done right. You can tell that it's there and they're both really brilliant at it. Yeah, you're a thousand percent right on that. They're both really great at promoting, advertising and creating hype. And and by having Hugh Jackman post this or or had, you know, he recorded this, you know, off of his phone, he found the need that it was like important to do this. I think that means something. I think there's more to this than just on the surface of some guy just saying, hey, um, I, this would be cool if it happened because um, they were saying that there's always been scheduling conflicts with these two trying to get 
trying to get them together in some capacity in the movie. Right. And and that there might have been uh, well now that Hugh Jackman is I guess I guess he's he's more free than he than he was before. I, I I'm I'm I think this this means something. I, I'm gonna go on a limb and say they probably already had this in the works and him saying this just is just for buzz purposes you know just just to get people hyped for it that's what i think yes i do think that this establishes hype beautifully and yeah you're right it does seem like maybe there is something else tied behind to why this can't happen maybe this is his version of letting his uh, agent know stop saying yes to everything so i can film deadpool finally um who knows but i do love the appeal that they have to want to work together and I think it's great. And just like everyone else, we know it's going to be magic when it happens. And I just want to see it done right. That's all. Right. Yeah. But 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 what I'm saying is, I think it's already been in the works. I think I think I think this is just sort of like um, Hugh Jackman and his promotion machine. Just um, you know, just uh, just just calling attention to it. Something that they probably already have in the works. So. That, that's what I think. I hope so. I really hope so. I mean, it's hard to say these days because, I mean, when you're under a contract, you don't have as much freedom as you do and as much stuff as you want to do, which I get it. These guys are great actors and they deserve the contract that they're under. But I think that also limits you from wanting to do projects where you want to uh, jump in and get in. Sometimes some things can't wait and they have to be done immediately. You know, and that's, that's just life. And I think uh, striking... The iron, while it's hot, is a big thing. It's just, you see it all the time. When it happens too late, it's a little less interesting. Seems a little more desperate. So hopefully they can get it together and make it happen. Next story: Donald Glover. What a freaking talent this guy is! So he's uh, in the middle of shooting season three and four of Atlanta, which is um, due to be released early 2022. And he has mentioned that he's working on a trilogy of movies that he's he's currently writing. Um, and I love that. Yeah, I think that's awesome. This guy does everything, man. Yeah, he doesn't miss. Incredible. He does not miss. I will watch him write, you know, just because I know I'm going to get something out of it. Like, he is totally all over the place, and he knows how to hit everything out of the park. He's funny, he's action-oriented, he gets new ideas, and... He's cool as shit. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I don't know. There, there are no details, um, and he doesn't drop any hints of what he's writing exactly. But um, I don't know. I guess it's it's all just wait and see. Yeah, totally. It's it's always wait and see. But I mean, to me, he's the type of artist that you don't rush. You you he's done enough now to where you can respect him. He's done phenomenal in the music. He's done phenomenal in comedy. He's done phenomenal in action, or you know that sci-fi bit that he had you just can't rush him and i i love his talent i think he is a phenomenal person and can't wait to see what he has in mind as a possible trilogy all right one last story so the flash solo movie that is due sometime i don't know i don't have a date for it but um ezra miller that, flash, is, due soon. <laughs> that is due soon coming soon um they've they released, they <laughs> yes they've released some set photos that show the old Michael Keaton, Bruce Wayne manner, which is awesome. So apparently, yes, um, yes the, the, apparently the movie is going to deal a lot with the multiverse. So um, which they have makes a lot of options. Sense. Yeah, yeah, they have a lot of options, a lot of stuff to work with, and 
you know, it's already been confirmed that Michael Keaton is going to make a return to Batman and he's going to, he's going to be in this movie to some capacity, which is awesome. Right. I mean, he can even just walk by and that'll be good enough for me. Just the fact that they're acknowledging it and throwing it in the movie, I think is really awesome. I love the uh, multiverse idea. It gives you a lot of room to play with a lot of different ideas. The way that it was done in Spider-Man and the animation was brilliant to me. Oh, that was an awesome movie. Right? Like that just made it so enjoyable and it makes you realize like, hey, this is a movie. Relax. Like don't know, no need to get so picky about everything. And it reminds everybody just to have fun and sit back for a little bit. But I'm going to I'm just going to go off to what you said earlier about um, about not just throwing things in. They got it. They got to do this right. It's, this has got to be done right. It can't be uh, just a silly cameo. It can't be, you know, you know, it, 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 they just it just has to be done right. I think a lot of people are expecting some big things with this, um, especially um, as as, you know, as much as people loved you know michael keaton as batman and this is a huge deal so it, it better be done right and hopefully it is but uh but given given dc i don't know hopefully they turned in the corner and i'm i'm not just uh, worried for nothing but yeah hopefully it turns out it's great and hopefully we'll all love it that's what i think the intention that it's going towards because it's so just out there and i love that they're actually reaching for it for once instead of being afraid to try new things that's it that's the show thanks everybody for tuning in thank you ryan thank you eric this was fun you can reach us at uh instagram and twitter at real streamers r-e-e-l streamers um you can buy a shirt at real streamers r-e-e-l streamers dot threadless.com buy a shirt it's fun it's cool be cool. Be cool like us, right, Ryan? Exactly. Be cool. I got two of them. Why can't you be twice as cool as me? <laughs> <laughs> awesome, man. All right. Thanks, everybody. Uh, thank you, Ryan. And we are done. That is a wrap. All right, everybody. Have a good week and be safe out there. This has been another episode of Real Streamers with Eric and Ryan. <laughs>